This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Maidenhead United 2, Wrexham 2. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. Oh, how annoying was that? Wrexham, having seen Notts County drop two points earlier in the day, looked like we were going to extend our lead. And then the 90th minute goal, that was easily preventable, means that essentially the status quo prevails. I must say, not that Maidenhead didn't deserve to get a point out of this game. Uh, They played very, very well indeed, but... Wrexham had this game won, let in a, a soft late goal, and although it was a game of not I mean chances, Wrexham carved out four, five really, really good opportunities and close run things, and will also be frustrated only two of them went in. Anyway, big news before the game was that Rob Linton and Anthony Ford were both ill. And so Mark Howard returned to the side, having missed three games. And at right wing-back, Ryan Barnett made his debut. And Barnett was very involved in the opening minutes or two. And indeed had a chance after 90 seconds. Barnett had been working hard down the right-hand side and won a throw-in. Toza hurled it in. It was partly headed clear. And Barnett in the D had a hack at it, sliced it wide. There was a hell of a big crowd in his way and it was coming on the volley. But if he'd really nailed it, who knows? Wrexham, having started well for five minutes, really looked well on top. And then Mullen took a facial injury. It was a total accident. That typical Mullen manoeuvre where he tries to just nip the ball away from the centre-back with his head. And on this occasion, unfortunately, as he did it, Clarin Mad, the centre-back, went for it and caught Mullen in the mouth with his head. Complete accident. It drew blood. Mullen had to have quite a long spell of treatment on the pitch. And we seemed to lose momentum straight away after that. Don't know why. But Maidenhead started to come into play a lot more. They were getting the ball down in the middle of the pitch and trying to get in behind our wing-backs. I've got to say, Mendy was outstanding, I'll say it from the start. Uh, on the other flank, Barnett did very well. But Barnett is more of an attacking player and it was a really fun battle on that side. Nathaniel George at first started to get at him and beat him a couple of times and was looking very threatening. Barnett, to be fair, had good recovery pace and was often able to get back. And although he was beaten, come back and, and make another challenge or at least hassle uh, Nathaniel George. But the winger got round the back of the fence on one occasion, drove the ball in the goal mouth, didn't find a teammate. Um, Odetaya, the left back behind him, was also overlapping well. But Barnett had the beating of him when he went forward. It was really interesting on that flank. Wrexham's midfield was struggling to get a grip on the game, though. And Maidenhead were enjoying... I'd say marginally the better of things, but weren't really making chances. Again, Wrexham's back three looked very solid. First real effort they had came 24 minutes in, ball pulled back to the edge of the area after a bit of a scramble in the area. Aqua, the target man, drove a shot from the edge of the box, two straight, easy take. Well, I'll say take for Howard, bounced off his chest actually. Luckily for him, Wrexham had cleared up a six-yard box out, stepped him forwards, and so he was able to retrieve it at the second attempt. And then in the 29th minute, Wrexham took the lead, a consequence of a number of very, very good decisions. Firstly, Dolby did really well to win the ball back about 25 yards out. He tried to drive towards the box and was fouled, and a good decision by the ref, he decides to play advantage. The ball carried to Lee on the edge of the D. He could have shot, but there were a lot of bodies in the way, so he decided to help it onto Mendy. He could have shot, but it was a, you know, 
a rapidly worsening angle and so he opted instead to chip in the most beautiful little ball to the far post a perfect assist Mullen got up he still had work to do he was about eight yards out and it was a little bit behind him but good strong neck muscles he headed it beautifully diverting it inside the far post and Wrexham had the lead and at that point Wrexham were looking pretty comfortable and had the remaining chances of the half 10 minutes later in fact so close to 2-0 when Young fed Mullen in the right channel Mullen brought it down smashed it hard and low across the keeper Andre who gambled and went the wrong way but he's a live keeper with long legs and he managed to stick his leg out and make an absolutely superb save. Brilliant finish by Mullin. It was going into the bottom corner. Andre, who had a real duel with Mullin when Wrexham beat Maidenhead earlier this season at the racecourse, making another fine save. I remember saying afterwards that I thought Andre maybe was not necessarily the greatest keeper, but was having a purple patch at the racecourse. Nah, he is a very good goalkeeper. Looking at him in this game as well, he's a good keeper, so a hell of a save by him. Three minutes later, Wrexham went very close again. It was, again, Dolby causing confusion on the edge of the D, fighting for a ball. It dropped loose, and Mullen, quick as a flash, was onto it and whipped a tremendous first-time left-footed shot from about 20 yards, curling it round the keeper, just didn't quite come back inside enough and went narrowly wide of the left post. So a first half in which, frankly, Maiden had a, had a bit more of the ball, but Wrexham had restricted them to a shot from the edge of the area and Nathaniel George's influence had gone down as the match had gone on, as the half had worn on, indeed, as the match had gone on. And Wrexham won the up and looking all right. In the second half, Wrexham started okay, but in the 58th minute, let a goal in. And I don't want to be whingy, but it was a screamer. <laughs> so he had the slight frustration that, you know, how many times are you going to do that? Reese Smith, though, credit to him, a fine goal. Ball coming to him on the edge of the area. He looked to do what Barnett did in the first 90 seconds, and he nailed it completely. Beautiful strike. Hit him just slightly across it with the outside of his right foot, and the ball, like a rocket, arced away from Howard and into the top right corner. Brilliant, brilliant goal, and Wrexham was stunned. But they responded as you have to. Because within two minutes, Wrexham are level. Winning a corner straight from the restart. Young, oh, this is a weird one. Did he mean it? He put an amazing amount of height onto the ball to the far post. It came like a falling leaf dropping down. And Mullen, who we'd done that move again, we blocked off the six-yard box. Mullen's able to far post to back off and get a header in. Well, again, I mean, a remarkable header. And I do think Mullen meant this incredible looping header as the ball came straight down onto him. Put it over Andre and under the bar at his second goal, a superb goal. And Wrexham were ahead again. Maidenhead came back at us, but again, we were managing to keep them pretty much at arm's length. 20 minutes left, a corner from Adams, Howard came for it, Mister completely got underneath it, luckily Mendy is under the bar to head the ball clear. And a couple of minutes later, Barnett pulling in a good ball to Aqua, who struck it well from the edge of the area, but too straight, and Howard was able to catch it. Wrexham made changes, Paul Palmer coming on for Dolby, Dolby put in a very good shift, and then Davis coming on for Lee to stiffen things up, and with three minutes left, we were inches from having the game done and dusted. Another long throw by Toza. Tunnycliffe helped it on. Mullen with a good stooping header from 10 yards out, which slapped squarely against the bar, dropped down and was hacked away to safety. Frustration for Wrexham, but nothing compared to what happened in the 90th minute. This was a poor goal to concede. Clérima, centre-back, hitting a straight ball down the right channel. Straight balls 
are the easiest to defend, but it dropped between Tunnicliffe and Tozer, and the, goal, the substitute, Sean McCluskey, was onto it. It was Howard's ball, though, I think, to be honest, but Howard came off his line, hesitated, then went, went with his feet rather than his hands, and was just about beaten to it by McCoolski. He was able to prod it through his legs and into the empty net. It was not a good goal to concede at all. And poor Howard, you could see in his face straight away that he was absolutely mortified to have not been decisive. And try as they might, Wrexham couldn't get the goal. Put the ball in the box a couple of times, couldn't really get anywhere. And dropped two points and therefore remain a point clear on the top of the table as we were at the start of the day. Frustration for Wrexham and going through the performances. Well, you know, poor Howard's he's done well for us this season, but he came back in having lost his place and he didn't look 100% happy, really, anyway. And that final goal really would have massively, massively upset him. And by days, clearly. Looking at the centre backs, they were excellent. Uh, Tony Cliff was one of the best players on the pitch. He was consistently winning headers, consistently strong, winning tackles. He went forwards quite effectively as well. Tozer again, rock solid in the middle of defence, playing some good balls out from the back. His throws caused problems as well. And at right centre back, Cluith again, like the old days, looked like they were targeting him a little bit with Aqua and he handled it very well. So good work by the three centre backs. The wing-backs, yeah, like I said, I think I've summed up Barnes. He did very well. He's quick. He's That pace is useful defensively as recovery speed, but he defended better as the game went on, and he is fast and looking to get take people on. Um, there might be something we need to work on in terms of interplay. Obviously, Ford wants to link up a lot, and Barnett wanted to drive in a straight line towards people, and you felt that maybe we might need to slightly rejig things because of that, because what was tending to happen was Barnett was running at them, they were doubling up on him, and there was no one making the run ahead of him that he could hit. Uh, so they sort of handled his threat quite well. I think that's because Wrexham just need to see whether we need to adapt to his style a little bit or he needs to adapt to our style a little bit but that's just teething problems there's nothing major Mendy outstanding on the left hand side and yeah we made him man of the match Neil Williams and I'll go along with it it was very very solid defensively went forwards well too but the number of tackles he was making he was really impressive in the centre of midfield, another outstanding performance by Andy Cannon in the centre of the three. He really does win those challenges. He wins decent headers too. This was in many ways, I think, his most physical performance for us. You know, you can see that he's good at nipping in and winning the ball in that central position. But he was crunching into some tackles here as well, sometimes a bit uh, dubiously. And won some good headers, was very physical. And his touch is brilliant. The ball's thumped away, dropping down. And he just brings it down like it's no fuss whatsoever. An impressive performance by Cannon. Young again, I've seen him be more influential, but he worked extremely hard box to box. And late on when we were having to defend, and we defended well until that 90th minute goal, he won a lot of balls in midfield, a lot of balls in our half to relieve pressure. Lee didn't get into the game as much as he would like, had some little nice moments and made some very good recovering runs. And again, <laughs> not supposed to be his strength, but some decent tackles. Um, wasn't quite in it as much as he would have liked, I'm sure. Mullen, two goals, hit the bar with a good effort, denied by a superb save by the keeper and ripped a brilliant first-time shot from the edge there as inches wide. You can't ask so much more from your centre-forward, can you? And alongside him, Dolby again was aggressive, looked to run at people, was decent in the air, early on wasn't winning much, but started to win more as the game progressed. And as we saw with the first goal and with Mullen's snapshot from the edge of the box, 
It's often handy to have a target man who will just cause disruption and problems on the edge of D and create loose balls, because when you've got sharp players like Mullen around, they'll latch onto it and make something happen. So, yeah, I did well, Dolby. Palmer got 15 minutes and put himself about well, won a lot of good defensive headers as well, because we were defending quite a lot in the last 15. And, yeah, Davis came on quite late and did all right. I thought, again, working hard, getting his tackles in, when it was, what, 2-2. Two, two. With about, well, I think we were over the added time. With a set piece that, with a crowded air, penalty area from Maidenhead, Young pumped it in. It came back out, and Davis thought it was a shame. It just dropped nicely to him, but on the wrong foot. And you know, he probably sensibly decided no one to get on the left. And once he did that, they got two men out to force him wide and make him play the pass, which didn't find its destination. So that was a shame. If it had dropped on his left foot, then Jordan might have had done a wheel stun. So. Frustrating that we dropped the two points, but you can't argue it wasn't a fair result because although Maiden didn't make many chances, they certainly had a lot of the ball and, and they, I thought, were very feisty and, and energetic in the way that they approached things. Aqua was a good target man who battled well with our central defenders. They had good width, especially when Nathaniel George was actually coming for... I can't remember what his name is. He had three first names, but two of them were his last names. Is it Nathaniel George? I think he probably is. Anyway, he was out of the game a lot of the time. When he was in it, he looked threatening. They put him a bit more... It wasn't Nathaniel George. I should have just kept being confident and carry on. Um, when he tucked inside a bit, uh, he was less effective, I thought. Reece Smith was a good player for them in midfield as well, apart from the goal working hard. And Clareman Massey defended very well. Still dead. Good wit for Modetoyo and Azari. They played well. Points of fair results, I think, in a lot of ways, but Wrexham very nearly scored more than that and shouldn't have let in the 90th. So, point might have been fair, but life ain't fair. <laughs> we should have won that one. Still, Wrexham's still in a very strong position. Tuesday's match takes on even more importance now with the final score of Maidenhead United 2, Wrexham 2. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.